Hello, and welcome to the Convos with Kayla podcast. This podcast is for anyone who desires to have a fresh and deeper relationship with Jesus. I will be sharing what God has been teaching me lately, while also featuring guests on the show and then sharing fun stories at the end of each episode. This is a relaxed place to feel like you're having a cup of coffee or tea and just talking about Christian lifestyle with vulnerability, challenging ourselves on our beliefs and actions as believers of Jesus, growing deeper in scripture, sharing testimonies of God's faithfulness, and exploring how we can grow deeper in love with God. Make sure to subscribe, share with your friends, and enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everyone. I'm so grateful to have each one of you here today. I hope your hearts are doing well. It is November 4th, I almost said 3rd, the day after the 3rd. Uh, Yesterday was election day, and most of us are quite frustrated that we don't know who our president is. Um, I know I have been on the emotion roller coaster today because I have been a little anxious, but then I felt completely peaceful. And then on the flip side, I'm just frustrated because I want to know who our president will be. So this podcast has episode has nothing to do with the election, but I kind of just wanted to open up this episode with prayer for our country and for each of our hearts right now as we go through this uh, next season of who our next president will be. So I'm going to open up into prayer and then we'll dive in. Well, Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for your love, God, that you always know exactly what you're doing, that you are in control, and that you are good no matter what we go through. No matter what this country will be going through, you are always good. And you are king, God. I rejoice that you are on the throne and that there's no one or no thing that can tear you down. I know the evil in this world tries to tear you down, but there's nothing that can do that. I rejoice, Lord, that your plans are for us and not against us, plans to bring us a hope and a future. And so, Father, I just pray for this country, for each of our hearts, that you'd help us to not be anxious, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving to let our requests be made known to you and knowing that your peace, your peace, God, will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. So guard our hearts and minds today, Lord, and uh, guide this country, be the shepherd of our souls and bring peace to each of us today. But help us, most importantly, to trust you, to glorify you and to know that you are in control. In your holy name, amen. Well, this week's episode is part two for the singleness series that we have been going through. And today, I really just want to focus on giving God the glory no matter what season you're in. Granted, this is more targeted for the single people out there. But if you are married, or if you have a boyfriend, or you're engaged, whatever it is, I still feel like this is a pretty cool episode to listen to (laughs) if I'm not being biased or prideful. I hope that doesn't sound prideful. Um, But just because I believe no matter what season we're in, whether you are single or you're married or you have children or whatever, your grandma, whatever, or grandpa, I don't know, male, female, we can still seek to give God glory in whatever season we're in. And so preparing for this episode, I read through my three most recent journals from 2017 to the beginning of 2020. I'm a big journal person, so it was cool reading back to um, when I started having feelings for someone in 2017 to really when my heart got broken to having feelings for a few more people and then disappointment, you know, just reading all that I have felt the past three years. Um, And I can tell y'all, Many times I wrote the same thing. 
and this is what it was. It was like a full circulation, okay? So this is what I wrote. This singleness journey is so hard. But then I surrendered it to the Lord today or tonight, and I feel so much peace with surrendering it. Or I feel completely content right now. I'm so happy I am living my best life. This was a full circle of the same entries over and over and over until a few months ago where the Lord really just came through and helped me to feel content most of the time. Of course, my struggles of wanting a boyfriend or just wanting to be married already still come up, but it's not 24-7 struggle, at least at the moment. Now, I will say this desire has been coming up more often, and I don't know if it's because the holidays are coming up or... I don't know. I've been watching Christmas Hallmark movies. Maybe that's it. (laughs) I really don't know. But they have been coming up in the last two or three weeks more often, uh, just kind of like they were this summer. But I will say that I still feel happy and I still feel content where God has me because I know he has brought me to this season for a reason. God has made me realize what a beautiful season it is to be in. But he has also made me realize that earlier this year that the main reason I wanted to get married was so that I first could tell people I had a boyfriend and feel significant. Then I could have this amazing wedding and then I would have a guy who loved me and comforted me and vice versa. I had the wrong intentions of wanting a fella. Let me tell you the wrong intentions. A lot of my dreams when I was younger was wanting the wedding, this big party, my friends and family to be together, instead of actually desiring to live in a partnership with another person, live like Christ by serving my husband and to be able to godly submit to a man. Was that what I was picturing when I said I wanted to be married? No, it wasn't. And I'm sure I'm not the only one. I would dare say most of us didn't grow up dreaming about the submission, the trials of bringing together two people to become one, the partnership, the building up the kingdom together as a team. So I had to come to this place of saying, Lord, I was made for your glory and not my own. So now I have to ask myself, do I still want to be married? Yes, but I do desire to give God the glory in whatever season I'm in, even if that means singleness for the rest of my life. And that's a hard question. Do I desire to give up or maybe not give up this desire, but to realize that if giving God the glory means that maybe he'll never bring a guy to me someday, am I okay with that? And I want to say yes. And that's a hard yes, but I want his will to be done for in well, I want his will to be done in my life for him to receive the most glory and for his kingdom to come here on this earth as it is in heaven. In 2019, God taught me a big lesson, and that was this. Everything I do in life should be to glorify him. I'm not made to bring glory to God just through singleness or just through marriage. I am made to bring glory to God as Kayla in whatever season. If I think that marriage is the only way I'm going to be able to give him the glory, then my mind has been twisted. Yes, my purpose is to glorify him, but my purpose is to do that in all seasons of life. If I get married, that's what he wants to use in my life to bring him the most glory. But right now, as a single person, he's receiving more glory now than if I was married. Christ was singly focused on the will of God. The Apostle Paul even wrote that it was easier to be singly focused on God's will if you are unmarried like he was, which he mentions in 1 Corinthians 7, 32-33. I used to look at this verse and I felt like I couldn't get married because 
it was better to be single. I mean, that's what Paul said. But the Lord has made me realize that Paul was saying, if you are single, you have a gift of singleness. But he also said, if you are married, you have the gift of marriage. I think about a birthday gift. If you're not going to take this gift, put it back. Well, I should say, if you are going to take this gift and put it in the back of your closet and never open it, you're never really going to use that gift because you're going to forget about it. And so for me, when I receive a birthday present, I want to take this gift and I want to open it up and I want to see what's inside and see how I can use it in the everyday. I think that's what the Lord is wanting us to do with the gift of singleness or the gift of marriage, to open it up, to use it as a tool for his kingdom for however long we have it to bring him glory. Singleness is not only a gift for us as long as it lasts. It is a God-given opportunity to focus solely on him. Paul also wrote these words, for me to live is Christ. Talk about singly focused. <laughs> Jesus himself declared in John 4, 34, he said, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. In other words, the physical needs of our human existence are secondary. God's will is primary. I don't think we often realize this beautiful time of our journeys we are in. Instead of focusing so much on being content just so God would bring that person, I've had to make this choice to switch my focus on strengthening my walk. And let me tell you, it's not easy. But before I continue, I just wanted to clarify that in case you all are confused. I used to hear quite a bit, and I still do, but I used to hear it with this group that I was a part of. They would say, oh, I just became so content in my season, and then God brought my future husband. And I was like, oh, that's the key right there. I have to become content in this season that I'm in for God to bring that person in my life. I wasn't thinking I have to become content so that I can be focusing on what the Lord is doing here and now and focusing on giving him the glory. And so I really have had to switch my focus of um, that, of, you know, thinking I need to be content so God would bring a person to focusing and strengthening my walk with him. It's really what I want my heart to desire more than anything to strengthen a deeper relationship with him. And let me tell you, I've recently loved going on walks with the Lord or turning on worship music in my room or going on drives with him. Many journal entries and love letters have been written to God. I even started taking myself on dates with Jesus. Okay, now, before you think that sounds completely strange or super cheesy, let me explain. In this season of singleness, I truly want to fall deeper in love with Jesus. And the way I can do that is by spending time with him. I started questioning myself, how would I fall deeper in love with a guy? Well, that would be spending time with him. That would be constantly talking with him, probably. I don't know. Never had a boyfriend. Um, <laughs> but I would just say from movies or, you know, heard from stories from friends that you write letters or you are texting or FaceTime or you post something about your boyfriend. You know, you just you love just getting to know who they are. And that's what I want to do with the Lord, because I truly want to know who he is. And so that's what I say by taking myself going on dates with Jesus. I know it sounds really, really cheesy and I cringe even saying that, but it's true. I want to get to know him and I want to spend time with him and I want to do things with him like I would with a guy. 
I'll go get coffee in a coffee shop by myself and sit by myself, which is so stinking hard because I hate looking alone. It's one of my biggest fears, but I'm not alone. And my worth is not having a person with me like I talked last time in the last episode. Now, I've gone in and out of seasons of being single and not ready to mingle, and I've been in seasons of being single and ready to mingle, but whatever I have been feeling in that moment, I have to grab my Bible. I have to sit down and just know that He is here and He loves me. So I encourage you to do the same. Pick up your Bible. Go to that coffee shop. Sit there. Be alone. Actually, you're not alone, but you may look alone. (laughs) And then just be still before the Lord. This is how we can celebrate singleness, as Georgia Brown says. It is something to celebrate it, but don't worship it. We can even idolize singleness by putting it above God, but we are to keep him above anything while enjoying this chapter in life at the same time. This is not a season to be sad and lonely. This is a season to rejoice, to be glad in it, and to know that we get to spend deeper time with the Lord. I will say that though I try to focus on giving God the glory a lot of the time, I still have struggles. Shocker. Yes, I am human. I am a sinner. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. And I do get frustrated sometimes because this desire of wanting a guy does pop up, which is not a sin. Let me say that. That is not a sin. But when it overtakes our minds and we think that's our identity and we're focusing on all that, all, you know, just wanting a guy all the time, I believe that's starting to distract you from God. So we need to search our hearts to make sure we have a surrendered heart. And I may have a surrendered heart, but then I could have the thought in the back of my mind when I enter a social situation of, I could meet my husband here, or, oh, that's a cute guy over there, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? I need to go get his attention. Or maybe I've already met my husband. Who is he? I got to figure this out. But we have to have a surrendered heart. And not only that, we have to be focusing on giving God the glory. I read an article about singleness in which the author said that many girls commit a sin in their singleness by looking out for a guy in such a way that is seeking self-glory. And like I said, it's not a sin to be looking for a guy. But it is a sin when you are trying to seek self-glory. Self-glory first started when Eve was being tempted by Satan. Satan was questioning her by first saying, you can be like God when you eat the fruit. She ate it because she wanted the glory for herself. She wanted to be like God and not in a healthy way. The same thing happens when we just want a guy because we don't feel worthy or we're trying to get his attention for the sake of being known, seen, loved, and hopefully to just, yeah, be loved by that person. So once again, we have to find our identity in the Lord and we have to seek him first above all else, seeking to give him glory like I talked about in the last thing on this episode. Until we can be whole in him, we can't find that boo (laughs) or that boo can't find us because he won't see the father in us. He probably will see that we're trying to seek glory for ourselves and that is not a the right path to go on. He'll see the insecurities and the things that need to be worked out. Now, granted, you won't be perfect. I won't be perfect. None of us will be perfect. But when we are seeking for God and to give him the glory in all seasons of life, then we aren't seeking the glory for ourselves, which is ultimately a sin. I started having to be honest with the Lord and I started having to invite him in my struggle. I talked about this a lot 
in my journal, and I mean a lot. The convo went from asking the Lord to help me with the struggle of singleness or self-glory to finding value in Him and giving Him the glory instead. He's helped me a lot to start inviting Him in my life, my relationship status included. He said to me, Kayla, you've had lust in your heart and you've created this as an idol. You've had looking for a guy as an identity and you've had living your best single life as an idol. But I want to lift this from you and give you contentment and thanksgiving, which combats lust. Combats lust. (laughs) Thank God for these relationships that he entrusted us each with. When you have an attitude of thanksgiving, contentment comes, which then leads to giving God the glory, which is the ultimate goal. Not wishing for something like a relationship so that you will feel noticed, seen, and loved. I want to leave you all with a very inspiring quote from Elizabeth Elliot that ties this episode as well as our next episode together. She said, Your purpose today is to thank and glorify God, not waste day today longing for a different tomorrow. Tomorrow may indeed be different, but it may not. We must rejoice in today. It is fleeting. It is a gift, and it can be lived to the fullest or lost. I pray that you will rejoice in this season that God has you in. Seek to glorify Him. Seek to be His hands and feet, and seek to be His light. Choose contentment and joy. Learn. Grow. Encourage someone. Point someone to Christ. Make a difference. Time is short. Let me say that again. Time is short, and we don't want to waste it by thinking thoughts of how can I get the glory for myself. I know I want to be seen and known as a woman who is chasing after Jesus rather than chasing for a guy or sitting on the couch waiting for him to find me. Because let me say it again, and I know I'm not the only one, but there have been so many times that I've thought, oh, maybe he's the one, or oh, he's a cute guy, or oh, he's giving me attention. And then I think, okay, once I have a boyfriend, I'm going to be significant, and I'm going to fit in with my friend over there who also has a boyfriend. But that is not the goal. Y'all, that is not the goal. And so let us follow what Matthew 6, 33 says, which says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. So I pray that this episode encourages you all. Like I said, no matter what season you're in, whether singleness, married, pregnant, engaged, I don't know what season you're in, but I just pray that you are seeking to serve the Lord faithfully, to invite him in your season. Like I say, go to a coffee shop, just sit and be still before the Lord and know that he is God. And to know that our identity is not wrapped around whether we have a guy or not, or hey, guy friends, whether you have a girl or not, so you can tell about your girl to all your guy friends, that's not the goal. Our true goal is to be faithfully serving him, giving him the glory, and living for his kingdom. And so I just want to ask you all with a question today, what's one way you can give God the glory today? Just one way. And I know we can try to come up with all these fancy answers, but it doesn't have to be fancy. It just has to be a simple little answer. So I just pray that this uh, question stirs something in your heart, that this episode stirs something in your heart, and that you truly would set the Lord to be your first love above anyone or anything in your life, that he would be your everything.
So thank you so much for taking time to listen today. I do apologize for stumbling over my words a few times. I don't know what's happening. I feel like my brain has been all over the place today. Maybe it's because of election day. Maybe it's because I had coffee a little earlier. I don't know. But hey, I still hope it was encouraging and not distracting. And I just pray that you all are keeping your eyes on the Lord um, during this election time. And no matter what happens, remember, Jesus is king. He will and always be on the throne. And I think that is super encouraging. So I will see you guys in two weeks for the next episode. I think that's around Thanksgiving. So that's pretty exciting. But I just ask that you all share this episode if it is encouraging with whoever you think would be encouraged by it. Then uh, subscribe on Apple Podcast or follow on Spotify. And you can share on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, WhatsApp, all the socials out there. And um, yeah, just keep the Lord as your first love. And I'll see you in two weeks. All right. Bye, guys.